Hi and welcome to Farah Karamuri Show. This show is all about busy mums juggling life and work. We talk about how they deal with relationships, parenting, self-care, planning and how do they deal with their careers. So join me every Sunday where I bring an insight to a mum who is spinning all the place. I am so excited to introduce this guest to our show. Her name is Rosemann McFadden and she is none other than Keeping Mum by Strategizing for Family in Your Business. Yes, she is the boob lady. She is passionate about making breastfeeding as easy and simple as possible for the mums returning to work by creating pods for them. Wow. How amazing would it be if there was a pod in all the shopping centers you went to, if there was a pod at your work that you could express milk for your child and you could continue to breastfeed. I want to hear all about her business ideas. I want to hear how she, in her personal life, as a busy mum, is able to do what she's doing and so passionately and so dedicatedly. Let's jump in the show, guys, and let's go and see what Roz has got to say. Well, what can I tell you about me? I am an old bird now, I'm really. <laughs> I'm actually turning 53 on Saturday. Really? I wouldn't have guessed that. And I have four beautiful children. Um, so I had, in the early days, I had three children under five. So yeah, it was hard work. Um, and unfortunately, it wasn't particularly happy marriage. And not long after my third child, when he was about, I think he was like 18 months, um, we split up okay. and then I fell in love with the love of my life <laughs> and I met Kevin um, and we had Darcy who's my fourth child so we've all lived together Kev didn't have any kids before so we don't really use the term sort of stepdad Step or anything okay. Darcy's there the youngest is like their sibling and there's her no... sibling there's we all live together we've okay. always lived together what do the kids call Darcy Darcy, the so okay. she's their sister. Okay. No, right. nothing. No, nothing any different than sorry, that. Sorry, the dad. Sorry, I apologise. Oh, no, so they, they call Kev. Kev. So they call Kev. Kev. Okay. And but Darcy, if, dad. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Okay. But if like they were at school going, oh, this is my stepdad. Yeah. Absolutely. But they saw that they've seen their dad every other week since the day we split up. Okay. Even through bad times and stuff like that he i always made sure he saw them so that was that was really yeah so anyway so i'm getting a bit maudlin but actually yes i've got four beautiful children all really different i'm sure you're the same it's like it's amazing how like these four little people have grown up into totally different people so um i've got alicia who's my oldest she's 24 now okay she's training to be a teacher okay um i've got ollie who is 23 who is about to go to Australia next Friday for about oh. three years. So oh, I'm devastated. Wow. <laughs> Happy but devastated. Yeah. It's, he's, it's a lovely journey. It's about, oh, about to start for him. Amazing. Abs- absolutely. Yeah. So he, he's got a degree in illustration. So he sort of qualified, uh, graduated a couple of years ago. And then there's Elliot. So he's 20. Yes, he's 20. And he's um, doing media at uni. And then there's Darcy. And Darcy's 15. Okay. So, yeah. So that's like my All life. self-sufficient almost? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, pretty much. They keep leaving home and then coming back, but you know. Do they? Yeah. Yeah, you had a chat to mum this morning who said, She's 30 years old. What yeah. is she coming back for? And, she, and I said, What the plan? Do you think, do you, did you say whenever things go wrong, come back to me? She goes, Wow, it's a mum. I have to. But dad is separated. So dad said, You're not coming to me. 
I don't have ah. rooms. They have a they have a her office and his office. Yeah. There's no room for kids, but he's made it very clear. You're 30 years old. You're gonna have to find your own two feet. But the mum. She can't. Ha- she can't. No, you got different not. hearts. Yeah, don't you? absolutely. She said there's no way she can say the same thing. But at the same time, she's really messy and it's driving her insane. <laughs> so what do you do now? Do you know, oh Farah, the stress so, is killing her. That's yeah. so funny. So my daughters are my oldest. So um, Ollie, Ollie's girlfriend, that's my my third child, a second child. He went. She went off to Australia already, and so they sort of split up, which was so grown up. They were oh. like, oh, yes. relationships difficult. Yeah. Not going great. I'm going to Australia. Yes, you're coming out to meet me, but we should split up. And they did. Yeah. So he came back to live with us. Then it was the summer, so his brother came back from uni. So then when poor Alicia broke up with her boyfriend, oh, this, is like, this is exactly what no with room, this lady. There's no room at the inn. So her dad, so she's now living with her, her dad, dad, which is driving her mad. Um, but yeah, so it's interesting. I Families. Know. And it's, it, you know, look they so used different. To, people say, oh, you know, at the age of 18, they're going to move out. I think that's so much. That doesn't work anymore, does it? Are they babies at 18? Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't under, it's very I know different. how people say this, don't they? But you yeah. think, you like, how? They can't even get a house or anything at this age I mean you can't even get a house when you're 30 now it's no. that difficult isn't it yeah and I got my first house when I was 21 and, and that yeah you I know, was too actually I, you know. I, I was with my first husband yeah. before we got married and I left fashion, fashion college and went and got I a mortgage that's why you dress so well don't you <laughs> yeah. I knew it when I was listening so, yeah. to you yesterday she's always so coordinated how did she do it I'm like I, so, no, you said you got interested so I was I, I, oh, I forgot that. yeah so I studied um, at the London College of Fashion Oh my goodness! Yeah, okay. so that's where my so I do actually. It's really funny. Marvin said to me like, "You're a creative then," and I actually am a creative, yeah. but I didn't think about it. Yeah. So yeah, so um, I you know literally left college, and it was late eighties, and everyone was buying houses, and I come from Hatfield in Hertfordshire and couldn't afford to buy yeah. one down there, so came up to Milton Keynes, got a house, so I had to get a job, so I went for a job in sales, I was yeah. selling computer advertising I mean for God's sake wow <laughs> it's just like that is like the worst I mean that is opposite of yeah, what, what I've been do. studying yeah, all yeah. this time um, yeah but so more for the need rather than and also fitting absolute, within your family wasn't it absolutely plus no time for creativity no. when you've got like no just like kids about yeah, to happen yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. yeah yeah exactly so yeah so um, that's why I, I sort of moved I moved up to Milton Keynes and then ended up yeah getting married and having children but doing it because I wanted children rather than I was in love. And I had, like, a huge wedding. Oh, for the first time? First time. Oh, okay. My dad was a vicar. So wow. My dad married us. Oh, it was... But I literally just wanted... So you got married for not the right reason, now that you look back. Because yeah. you, you learn Absolutely. a lesson, don't you? I yeah. just wanted, like, a beautiful dress, which I designed. And I designed the whole wedding. Wow. And, like, you had the best day? Had the best day. It was fantastic. Just sort of lacking the real essence of the. And my mum was devastated. I never really. Did she know? I didn't understand why. Did could she see what yes. you didn't see then? Right, yeah. right. As did my entire family. Really. But you know, you what went, it's like you, you don't. You know. you're probably a bit exactly. like me, a bit tenacious, but yeah. like actually, you don't. You tell me what to do. No, if I someone told me, I wouldn't have done anything no. about it. I had to go through that organically. And actually, now I've met Kev. You know, he is the love of my life. Yeah. We don't always meet the love of our life. No, we don't. First you know, time. It's, okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's our journey, and and yeah. we have to do what we have and to do. And you can't regret your no history, can you? No, because someone said to me, "Oh, you have a failed marriage behind you." Someone close to me, and those words were so. But what is the definition of failed marriage? Yes. St- 
I don't have failed marriage. I, I stayed uh, with this guy for 15 years with two kids I had, bought yes. houses, properties. I, I think yeah. that's a pretty good marriage and I think good level of length because yes. my parents didn't stay yes. together that similar long, to so. me. Yeah. It's about 15 so there, years. I, I don't think there's such thing as failed marriage. Yes, everybody thinks that it should last forever, but I think where, as you grow, you need to change. It's you people's change. terminology, isn't yeah. it? People use, so in my world in breastfeeding, people go, oh, I failed at breastfeeding. I, I was know. No, I was like, going to ask you about that question. Darling, you don't fail you at don't breastfeeding. Fail. Yeah. Actually, you are supported to be able to do it. Because it's so and new. Actually, it's a skill. You it's, know? A skill. it's a skill. It's How a skill. How do you know it? I always say to them, I was like, you, marriage isn't easy. Life isn't easy. But we work at it because it's important. Breastfeeding is natural, but it's not, not easy. easy. It's simple. Yeah. The, the Having idea. a healthy diet. Yeah, Farrah, it's simple. Yeah, it's, it's simple, but it's, it's not, not easy. easy. So no. there's two different things, aren't they? Absolutely. Definitely. And I always say, yeah. So we just touched, with, touched on breast, breastfeeding. Yeah. Then. So tell us why we're talking about that. Okay, we so we're that. talking, yeah, sorry. Entrepreneurial journey. Absolutely. Yes. So uh, we talked about breastfeeding. So uh, uh, as I said, I started off in fashion. Then I actually worked for sort of corporate businesses. And then, and that's actually where I met my husband. So I met Kev at work mm-hmm. um, at Argus. He was a printer and um, we had Darcy and I always wanted to support people to breastfeed and all my mates used to ask me because I breastfed all my kids but not to the easiest routes not to the, not fully the first one I mixed fed and all these had a totally so you different you breastfed drink. all the kids? I did and with ease? no no so first you had your couple okay. Well, actually, the first one, not easy, and my husband did the whole, oh, I'm going to give them a bottle so I can join in from day one. And now I know how hard, and that's actually not the best thing Mm. to do. So not the easiest journey. Didn't breast them for for as long as most of my mums now do. And I sort of said to Kevin, I'd really like to be a breastfeeding counsellor for N- it was like an NCT sale. And then I was because like, naturally women were coming to you. Yeah, and, and I'm talking about immediate friends and Organic. family. Yeah, yeah and that's absolutely. when you made made you think actually. Yeah, I've, there's something I have. I'm giving this. Yeah, and I love to show them because if they get it right, you had that great feeling. Is that why you? It's absolutely yeah. that. I, I'm I'm a giver. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I love caring for people. And it it was it was starting to come to me. Actually, I really like to do that. And then I said, but I don't want to do it for white middle class women. Mm. Just mm-hmm. and I I'm being very yeah I'm, absolutely it's a blanket term, yeah. but it was like I don't want to restrict who I help. Mm-hmm. And he said a midwife then I was like oh, I couldn't do that he said yeah why don't you go and retrain to be a midwife and this is Kev saying is, yeah yeah so I went off went back to university wow he went back to university as well wow um to retrain to be a teacher okay because one of my sons is dyslexic and he okay. used to help him with these books and that triggered him to do wow. so we both went back you found your passion yeah we both retrained had no money that's often the case, isn't it? Isn't it often the case when you find what you want to do? Yeah. You think you look around, you're like, "Why do I know now?" Then before you had the money, yeah. but you didn't have the idea no, and you exactly. didn't have the passion. And and you know, it's like actually, it's a means to an end. And we became two professionals, mm. you know, and we're still paying all the problems yeah. with the money. But you yeah. know, so anyway, became a midwife. Had this love of breastfeeding in the back of my head. Um, very quickly um, worked through midwifery. I worked for vulnerability as a community midwife and set up a breastfeeding group. And You like, set up yourself? Yeah. So and they didn't like, have it? No. Is this is NHS? Yeah. You're okay. And I set it up. I was working in deprived areas because I was vulnerability midwife and I loved it. Is that like, a role? Vulnerability midwife? Yeah, it was a 
what we didn't call it vulnerability midwife we had it's called then it was like a case loading midwife and what we did is we not only looked after our women yeah. but we looked after them at home when they go into labor and if they went into hospital we went with them and delivered them in hospital okay. or we just stayed at home and we had delivered them there so it's a it was a very good continuity of Close care contact. model yeah, yeah. Uh, it was quite expensive as well and you're always on call but it was wonderful and so I set this grief up and I was like actually I want to take this further so I managed to get my um, head of midwifery to pay for me to be a, to go on the course to do the exam and became a lactation consultant. And how, um, how easy is it from midwife to that or can it? It's not easy. It's not. You have hard to have course? thousand hours of practice. Right. You have to do a 90 hours of study mm-hmm. and then you have to do an exam. Okay. And then you have to do that every five years. Wow. <laughs> Update your skills. Yeah, so okay. I'm in my I'm updating now. Um, okay. now. Okay. And um yeah, so it's not easy okay. and it's a it's it's a lot of study that you do and it isn't just about breastfeeding, it's hormones, oh, it's medication, yeah. sociology, yeah. politics, yeah. I mean you, emotional studies. Exactly. Anthropology. I mean we did, you did the whole thing. The yeah. whole thing, absolutely. So that was wonderful. Um, so, so you had um you were working? As yeah. a vulnerability, um, so I was a vulnerability midwife and studying for lactation yes. consultancy. Yeah, wow. And then and had kids at this stage, obviously. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Four of them. yeah, all four of them. And that was, I mean, when was this? So 2014, I became a lactation consultant. So what was that? Five, so four, years, five ago? years ago. So we were sort the of ones ten then. Yeah, yeah. We, we're all over the place. You know, yeah. you know the point where you've got kids in three different schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, because one's at infant school, one's at middle about school. About to go So you had ev- every age group going on in there. Yeah. How did that exact point, how did you manage it? Because obviously there's this passion you're trying to feed yeah. and you could you could do without it because really it took you away from maybe the kids, the time that you had to put in there. How did you manage That's that? It. Do you know, it's, uh, we'll reverse back a little bit because yeah. actually, um, so, you know, I think Darcy's quite small when I was thinking about doing this and it, it's difficult but in a bizarre way it worked out that yes I was doing this and I was taking me out from my studies but actually it allowed me to still do the school run it allowed me to be around at home and it actually allowed me financially to be able to do it because I was had four children mm-hmm. and I w- was in a shared ownership house and mm-hmm. Kev was a student mm-hmm. we actually okay. got enough bursary because at the time midwives were given bursaries. bursaries I got enough bursary for us to cope and actually coping you know you ask how did I cope doing mm. that with all, with the kids around that's, and going through this, this hard life is because of my husband so your support he system was really absolutely believed in me as mm. I did him and so when he qualified I, when I qualified as midwife, I only did three three days a week, so he could establish in his career. You know, it was a proper so you, joint one gave plan. another time and then absolutely. So, so once Kev sort of got established post, you know, he was um, got his uh, post um, what do they call it post graduate teaching yeah. thing. Yeah. So he he was now a qualified teacher. Then I started doing more days, and then I went into so step by step process absolutely. before you were. So that why how, did you have such a great understanding? Where did that come from? I mean, I I don't believe it's, in things like it is luck. I don't believe it's in it because I think luck, it is. But I think you have to work at it. I think it's attraction as well, though. Attracting the right person. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely do. So, and you're you're a different person, aren't you? When mm. you're more mature and you yeah. meet somebody. And Kev's actually six years younger than me. Okay. Um, as I said, never had children, so we didn't have that in common. Yeah. But we absolutely had the fundamental parts of us in common. He 
is very clever. Okay. He's also quite quiet, so he's the, the contradiction mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. But he is very calming. He's he's academically, and I needed smart. that. I yeah. needed that smart um, stimulation. My dad was a very clever man, mm-hmm. and I know it sounds so funny. It sounds such a cliche, but Kev's so like my dad. My dad was a headmaster mm-hmm. in Hackney. Oh, really? He, yeah, he... This is where I, I, my, I, sorry, I'm flipping, flipping about a bit, but my passions were inequality and inequality of black and minority ethnicity okay. women, and that comes from my dad because that my dad taught, yeah, got sixty different Impacting, languages yeah. in the sixties wow. in his school, you Amazing. know, and he came from a sort of relatively deprived background, as does Kev. Kev comes from the Lakes Estate in Milton okay. Keynes, and he first teaching job was at the Lakes Estate where he went. Wow. And and I think it's that. I think you find a person who gets he he's artistic, he's musical, he's creative. So he tapped into me yeah. as Roz. Where did you meet? I just <laughs> There's a story so right here. We, we, I met him at work. So I worked at Argos and they've got big atrium yeah and he worked in the print room and i worked on the floor above and there's glass lifts okay and i used to see him and he's got this really it's funny he's got this really awful walk i call it his buzzy walk like his little foot turns out right because when he was 12 he was a really good footballer and he broke his leg oh see but it makes him have like this yeah like really cool walk okay and he had a vintage leather jacket on and i just like Oh, man. You like the style. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just followed him, and then we went out one night my, with my friends yeah. to go out clubbing, yeah. and he was there, and I just pounced on him. <laughs> Don't believe it's really, it's really sore. <laughs> just sat on his lap and snogged his face off. Did, Did you actually? Oh, my goodness me. A few drinks beforehand then? Yeah, yeah but, you know, I've helped. been in this hideous marriage from yeah. 19 to 35 which is a long time you know absolutely. prime years yeah, yeah. and like I, and I, when I used to go out clubbing I was like so I'm 35 and I've got three children <laughs> yeah let them know straight away straight so that if you're not interested yeah. you know yeah yeah and when, when you say about the hideous it. marriage mm. what's Obviously, there's uh, women listening to this. Mm. If they are stuck and they find themselves in this situation, yeah. Why do you think you were stuck in it? Why weren't you able to come out earlier? That's really interesting because I look back on things. Mm. I'm an intelligent woman. Yeah, I couldn't exactly. I see this. Yeah, and, and I have I have a, a version of myself. Absolutely yeah. relevant. Yeah. So I was controlled from 19. Mm-hmm. So I was a fashion student. I was really stylish. Mm. And, and not, but yeah, yeah, that was my yeah, thing. Absolutely. That was my bag. I was really into indie music. Mm. I loved music just it was more it was me mm-hmm. and I slowly slowly got chipped away from the age of 19 mm-hmm. I got taken to next to buy women clothes mm. and it was and I yeah I basically but I don't really know why but I got very obsessed with him got very jealous if he went out with his friends because I felt I had to I had to have him in my life and that's really okay. quite sad. Is that controlling? There's a word for this, isn't there? Yeah, well, it, it, it is controlling. Yeah. It's, it's controlling behaviour, but you don't realise when you're in it um, what's going on. And Would you say that a little bit of narcissistic behaviour? It is, yeah. narci- exactly. Right. And, yeah. and I would now, in retrospect, now I know what that word yeah. is and know about that. It was narcissistic. So when you read about narcissism now, yeah. what does that kind of fit in? You Absolutely. just couldn't see out. You were yes. so controlled, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and, and I thought I was, you know, mm. someone loves me, someone fancies me. This is wonderful. Yeah. Um, but the signs were there so early on, yeah. you know. But then so I just became fixated on having, like I said, having 
things so like yeah. life and so it's like I want children so yeah, I house, have children life, husband, so I sort of God, did all yeah. that but I was always the bread more I always oh, earned really? more okay. than him okay and so you know he saw me from 19 but actually I did well and got good jobs and yeah. so on and so I was always the one that was carrying everything oh, okay had the children. So you needed So it, I had yeah, the children, but I had to go back to, you know, when I, so when Do- Alicia, my oldest, yeah. was eight weeks old mm-hmm. and breastfeeding her, I got a job at Laura Ashley on a Sunday. Wow. And it's like, that's awful. So, so that breaks my heart. When you, you think know? about that, how did you manage the breastfeeding and that? Oh, no. I soaking wet dresses by about five o'clock. Oh, yeah. It was awful. Oh, you couldn't, you weren't allowed to. No, well, I didn't. But there's no pumps, were they? Nobody well, they helped pumps. me. Nobody no. told me. No, no nobody said, "Oh, Ros, you're going to be going working one day." Which it's is going to why fill it up. I yeah. do what I do because it's I, I support women when they go back to work to go right. This is what you're going to particular time do. you need to do. Yeah, realize this Isn't is going to happen. If somebody told us that you know, yeah, yeah. When I when I heard what you do, I was like, oh my god, this is. Yeah. <laughs> Two kids I've struggled through. What can I see you first? Why didn't I meet her? I want to tell everyone about you. Oh, Farrah, it's and so it's, funny. Everyone it? says that to yeah. me. They're like, why didn't I meet you 15 years ago? And you're like, I know, it's so sad. And that's not me. Yeah. It's not me that needed to meet 15 years ago. They just needed someone exactly. who knew what yeah, they were talking about. That's right. Because the, the only uh, thing you were taught was the antenatal class mm. and uh, with the dummy. Yeah. But there was no, uh, you you know, it, it, no one said when you go back to work, this will happen. It's no. only for when the child is born. It, it's literally After three you days, end of midwife and... Yes. After that, do whatever you want, you know, do whatever. Absolutely. And I remember going back to work and I was so breastfeeding after nine months. Yeah. And sitting there thinking I'm looking really hot, you know, my first day back. Yeah. I tucked in my shirt and my skirt and I need to look same like um, yeah, my, my, my store look. manager because she's, uh, she's, you know, she, do, she doesn't do kids. Yeah. And she expects her team to look like her. You know mm-hmm. how you look like your boss? You Absolutely. start following those uh, attributes. And I'm like, you know, in the in the meeting room, they come round and it's my turn to speak, and all I have to say is hi guys, and I'm back, you know, looking forward to that. throwing myself into my new department, and and a lady opposite me, my manager, she's pointing at me, she's pointing at something, and I'm, I keep looking this back. Like, she's trying to point at my boob, saying I am leaking. leaking. I have this oh. satin shirt, oh, purple, nice round. Yeah. And I wanted to quit. I was so, I, and I tell this story, it's funny. It's funny now, you look back at it. But it was so hard. And I, and I was like, damn it. I should have stopped the breastfeeding. Why am I still doing it? Exactly. But I didn't. That's and I went to the so toilet. Good. And I went home after that. I didn't even come back to the meeting. I could have got yeah. sacked after that. Mm. But I went home because I got sat in the car and I cried. And I thought, oh. what am I doing? Why didn't I know that my breasts will fill up at this particular time? Because that's when I breastfeed. Yeah. Why didn't I think? Why didn't I plan ahead? And then I went home and I took, you know, Calm down, and yeah. I decided right. This is what I need to do because this will, will happen at this yeah. particular time. Yeah, so you time. sort of go speak to your yeah. manager and then go do what you need to do. You yeah, know? Um, but it was really hard because it was literally I had to think about it myself, Google it, and Google wasn't that great nine years, eight years, yeah. ago, nine years ago. So, but what you you know you don't you don't stop doing you do your best what you can. You do your best, but also you just blamed yourself for that. And yeah, that wasn't your no, fault because exactly. there wasn't someone there to no, tell you. No, especially at my work, such a big organisation, mm. four hundred and fifty employees, majority of them being women. Yeah, and there is nothing that you've given me from their perspective that they can say. What so are you coming back? Are you going to be breastfeeding? Yeah. we want to show you. There's a room for you. Yeah, you can go anytime you want. This is nothing. Nothing. Exactly, Nothing. and that the point that didn't even come up. The question no. wasn't even asked. Well, because they don't 
think that's anything to do no, with them. All I, I was thinking, why haven't I weaned him off by now? Mm. And I couldn't. I, I was struggling. Even my yeah. husband was like, you're going back to work. You need to stop this. He's got to go on the bottle. And I thought, and it's but I like easy. it. But I like this. Why is he having naturally he's so healthy? You know, yes. why am I? And I felt so torn as a, as a woman. I thought, I want to go back to work. Well, I need to go back to work. But I also want to feed him. Yeah. I'm almost going goodbye to this part. And it was, it's a tragic story, really. It's really it sad. Because so I could have done both in the comfort comfortable environment yeah yeah if my employee had something to offer with support and if yes. you d- and and, and, and to this day they don't have it no. to this day they don't have it no and that's this is it i mean you know Alyssa is 24 yeah and i still see mums now and mums are losing their job i lost my job mm. with darcy as well and are you just it's so unfair but it's knowing if if, if an employee mm-hmm. employer sorry Ha- signed up to hashtag keeping mum services I come in and I do the back to work courses mm-hmm. with them mm-hmm. so they could be on maternity leave and I just come in and get everyone that's on maternity leave right let's go through mm-hmm. this and then teach the line managers what yeah. they need to provide and then they don't need to, they don't even need to talk to their line manager no. they could have a female mentor in the building that they trust and yeah. it's it's getting like you say if only employers realised they needed that because yes. the mums know they need yeah. it it's just there naturally yeah. Yeah. and one in eight mums give up breastfeeding before yeah. they go back to work because they're exactly as you yeah. they like oh well I have to do that because yeah. I can't this can't happen but some very clever little babies go no I love feeding yeah. and they can't get them off the breast yeah. it's like that's because they're not meant yeah. to yeah. so yeah so that's sort of. So that's where your passions come from. Really. That's where it's come that's from. from your own story, yes. from your own hardship, heart journey. Absolutely, and and also seeing what others go through. And as I said, I, I lost my job when I was six weeks pregnant. I'd been signed off with stress. Mm-hmm. I I've had mental health problems mm-hmm. since my marriage, yep. my first marriage, and so it's always sort of tripped tri- tri- along, tripped mm-hmm. along, and got stronger and uh, bigger. Yeah, it, it's interesting you know how you go through life and then something triggers it and now it's sort of i know where it comes back to but it can get a default setting isn't it exactly it can be quite it can be quite bad and and i don't want that to happen to anybody Mm. and and so yeah so it it wasn't great when i i i I said i was off with stress and then was six weeks pregnant and they yeah they sort of um did a compromise agreement and uh, tried to pay me off to go away quietly. <laughs> that you weren't having any input. Well, <laughs> I tried to fight them, but this expensive. Um, I got a little bit more money, but um, yeah. So I missed that major mm. piece out actually because that's why I was looking at a new career. Yes. So it was when I, after I'd um, lost my job, obviously I went through my pregnancy with Darcy, but I was definitely reevaluating life, and it's interesting, isn't it? Those yes. things. Those things that happened to us, so that happened to me, I re-evaluated life and became a midwife. I know I'm jumping about here, but I then got breast cancer in 2015. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and I re-evaluated my life. Then, yeah. And that is what's brought me here as a businesswoman now. And I, it took me 
four years and lots of surgeries and to say I'm not going to be bullied in the NHS and I'm not going to get ill again because I very much put down my illness down to stress and oestrogen levels because it was oestrogen yeah, receptive Yeah, I believe in that myself and, and that's why you're, yeah. Because I breastfed my babies, I'm relatively healthy. No, no uh, sign of people in there's your no, family. I'm adopted <laughs> as well but um, I do know my birth mother and no, there's no, it wasn't a BRCA gene anyway, it was it was oestrogen receptive so it definitely was down to high oestrogen levels which correlate with stress. stress. Wow. Yeah, so that's what became maybe a businesswoman. <laughs> so what is your goal and what's your vision now? What, you, vision. what do you see in five years? Yeah. Where is all the pods? Tell us yeah. about the pods. Yeah, yeah. So my vision in five years, so my personal vision mm-hmm. is I will have rebuilt my house because okay. I live in a beautiful little village in a really ugly 1980s house. It's okay. disgusting. So you want to break it down. So I need to break, yeah. rebuild that. Rebuild so that. that's, that's my vision. Personal, How yeah. I'm going to achieve that yeah. is they're going to be mum pods. So when a mum... Is, say she's on a hen weekend, she's gone to Edinburgh, and she's like, right, baby's actually only five months old, but mm. I'm going on this hen weekend, I don't know what to do. I know baby's got all their milk, I've expressed, mm-hmm. dad's got that sorted, but while I'm out and about in Edinburgh city centre, where am I going to go and express? Mm. I've got my hotel room, but during... Out and about, yeah. yeah. The answer is a little mum pod. So a bit like we have pop-up toilets in the middle of city centres, there would be a little pop-up place where mum can sit comfortably. Um, An app opens the door for her, so it's private and it's locked. An app? uh, Yeah, a little app will open That's how she opens it. And she can actually do it like Uber. So because it'll be like four seats, and if she wants to be private, she can just book book it out. Or she can say, I don't mind if another mum comes in and breastfeeds or comes. I would like that, yeah. 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 And so that's my ultimate aim, that they would be in all city centres, train stations, airports. So they're like as, as frequent as toilets, basically, you're saying, aren't you? Yeah. Exactly. Because the toilets at the moment, you, don't, you have a baby changing, but no yeah, one's but thinking about the mum, and it stinks. stinks. It absolutely stinks. How can you sit there breastfeeding? It's not right. It puts you right off. We wouldn't sit and eat our lunch, no, would we? No. Even outside a cubicle, you, if it stinks. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's, it is, it's, it's giving convenience to mums and normalising breastfeeding. But before that, the w- the way this is starting is, is getting businesses to then hire those pods. Right. So when they have a mum come back to if it's a big organisation, they might have five mums that are pumping. Yeah. And so they might have a static place. Or if they're a smaller business and there's sort of more or less women in the business of construction, things like that, Hiring they would up. just hire it for three months. Yeah. You know, and and so yeah. Or for how how long yeah. they need it, it might be six months or okay. So, so that's a facility for mum. Yeah. How much more attractive would this place be as a result of that? That I is the point, it, and yeah. that's the point. At the moment, if you think about how it used to be when you'd go for a job, we mm. would be desperate, wouldn't you? You'd go mm-hmm. for an interview, like I must get this job, mm. please, please like me, please yeah. want me. It's the opposite now. Mm-hmm. It's the candidates market, mm-hmm. and they actually say. Go on I then, tell that. me what you're going to give me. Yeah. Why should I come to you as a business and not go to your competitor? Totally. What is good about your business? And it, if you can say, we will support your health, so we will support your mental health, 
will support your physical health and will support you when you go through family and will strategize for when you go through family. Mm-hmm. So we're not all going to panic when you say you're pregnant mm. and run a mile. We'll, we'll go, that's great. Yeah. Congratulations. This is what we're going to do. We're going to give you this lovely gift. So you're going to get a lovely breast pump to take away with you, Ooh. which you can use when you come back to work. And then when they come back to work, there'll be a breast pump that they'd have hired. Mm-hmm. So they don't need to bring their mm-hmm. breast pumps back with them. And we're going to support you, but we're going to support you when you're pregnant to make sure you grow your baby. If you feel stressed, you can go and rest in a mum pod. Amazing. Oh if my work's God. not going right, we'll do a bit of flexibility. Keep in touch while mm-hmm. you're away. That doesn't mean we're keeping tabs on you, but keep in touch. And those keep in touch days could just be yeah, me about coming on and doing a yeah, little workshop, exactly. doing some relaxation, doing some nutrition. Yeah. What um, an amazing thing would that be? So you're keeping touch days it? are not just you come in and wander around. And it's around like, your, is my boss keeping an eye on yeah, me? It's what like, doing. It's like that, you know, that anxiety, you've been away for a whole year. Oh, it's horrible oh my gosh, to come back. the anxiety is so, so daunting. Yeah. But if you've been popping in about three times in that year, I mean, learning about what you can, you know, how, how yeah. you can fit in and this is what you can exactly. do. Probably one of the best uh, coaching or mentoring that you might get. Mm. And you'd be like, I can't wait to come back to her. You're making exactly. that process so much easier. Exactly. Isn't that person going to be so much more productive? Absolutely. All of those things, and 100%. they're not going to leave. And, they're not. And actually, yeah, they? they might go and have, have another baby, but those sort of four or five years is a block in time. Mm. If you don't lose them as an employee, you've invested in them. You've trained them. And they will go spend, up and they will yeah. close the gender pay gap yeah. and they will get, if that's what they yeah. want. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. But it's about saying you have the choice but 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 when they're higher than that and you talk about health and that's you know that's your mm, job to yeah. talk about nutrition and health and so on and actually by them supporting them to be mothers to breastfeed those babies they are supporting hers and their children's absolutely. health absolutely so it absolutely. works you're looking for after it. her mental health her yeah. physical health amazing Abs- yeah and absolutely. also that you're thinking about their children in mm. a nice way rather than oh my god you've got kids yeah i don't want to see you absolutely that no, you're different you won't be engaged you're somewhere else so you're going to be part-time or you're going to leave you yeah, oh, no, yeah. No. so it's so much associated with negativity which is what i came across exactly. i was the first female to yeah. um, to have a baby and then everyone was like oh my god what are you going to do now three days you're going to do three days yeah. The fact that I work harder than everyone else, but in a shorter space. And, and that is, is something about it. As soon as you become mum, you're a totally different person. You're more, you're you're like more employable. Organised. Yeah. Planned. Multitasking, scheduling, exactly. making sure you can balance the books. I mean, you know, you well, can... Mums have the great leading uh, leader's quality. I wrote an article about that. Yeah. It's totally true. It's so true. We Naturally. manage. My gosh, do we manage. We, manage. we coach our children. Absolutely. We lead. We yeah. lead our ships. We're don't great, we? aren't we? Oh, absolutely. Brilliant. <laughs> Women... This is why I work with women because I think that's fantastic. The amount of things they do. Is that, and do you know? Do you, I don't know if you get because obviously, I mean, I know you've got your, your, you know, you've got your wonderful husband and your yeah. male side of coaching, which I think is so important as well. But people go, oh, if you're doing something like this, it's like, well, what about the men? Yeah. Okay, well, we wouldn't be having to do with this if we weren't in a patriarchal society. Yes, so it's yeah. not that men don't need support, yeah. but it's like the reason this is a big deal because women just haven't had it. But also in terms of um, in people say, oh yeah, but why do I have to? You know, people say when they haven't got children that they are treated differently at work because it's like, oh well, we won't be allowed to have half term off because we haven't got kids, and it's not. It's not about that. It's about everyone having flexibility. Yeah, it is exactly. But it's about it's so important for the mum because she is seen differently yeah. and she does miss out on opportunities and she is. 
I used so to have exactly blind. they used to have uh, guys saying or say, or ladies that didn't have mums saying that's yeah. not fair why do you have to book every half term mm. and then the mums who had kids thinking could do with not you not booking this half term mm. because there's only three of us allowed and there's ten of us mm. and now you've booked this which means I can't have it what do I do with my kids you know that 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 understanding yes. it's great to maybe have a conversation with yes. all of them and saying guys you know yeah. you can work together at this because this is what she needs that time off and this is what she can do for you remember and actually if you turn to them and said oh, so do you want to go on your summer holiday and school holidays? They're going to say no because they don't have to go in school exactly. holidays. You're paying we the do. top price. You're paying, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like my husband's a bloody teacher. Yeah, so you we, definitely we, have to we go. We can only yeah. ever go in school holidays, yeah, exactly. you know? And it's like, I think, exactly. And that's about team and that's about, we were talking about communication. It's about communicating, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. And getting people to understand. It's like, I understand you haven't got kids and you might have an elderly mum. Yeah, Absolutely. Caring. You might need exactly. to go and see her. Yes. It's... it's it's broad spectrum yeah, isn't it yeah. it's having respect it's, for each yeah, other yeah and I think those come from open conversations and open communications mm. and a, a, a culture if that per, that workplace opens up this kind of culture mm. where there is these conversations are open and allowed and, yeah, and you, someone mentoring them you know yeah and it's encouraged encouraged yeah yeah. Absol- it's not stopped it's encouraged absolutely it all comes from the, the leader really whoever is you know mostly and that's why I'm trying to write my workshops for well the leaders I've yeah, written first workshop for, for, for the line managers to yeah. say like understand where these people are coming, coming from. from yeah there's, some, there's something i really don't think people appreciate and this is about pregnancy specifically if a mother is stressed that stress hormone reduces the growth in her placenta it reduces the blood flow to her baby it slows her baby's growth down it is detrimental to their health wow. and nobody talks about it and I know that from the other side where I've had mums that work really really hard full time they could be commuting and the baby the movements are slowing down the growth Mm. slowing down and it's like I say to them you've got to stop working Mm. okay they stop working and lo and behold it all really wow and they actually don't need to stop working they can work from home but it's about look at the stress where are your stresses and some people might be Mm. I'm going to be so stressed if I don't no. If I can't, I, yeah. I can't I stop. Right. Yes, yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, yes, yeah. And and it's so you work for the individual, but it's I don't think people get it. No, and so I really so you're saying prep, so prep from pregnancy stage all the way to delivering baby to the lactation. Yeah, there has got to be a support mechanism yeah. that you can go to a specialist person that can provide these uh, simple tweaks in your lifestyle. So don't travel, yeah. work from home. Yeah, do Zoom Zoom it's, calls. It's, it's just. <laughs> highlighting it to them because yeah. like you said you didn't realise you hadn't thought about it no. because you just get on with life and yeah. do and do and do all you would have needed to say so when you're going back to work because this is what I do yeah. in my group they come and they're going on oh, going back to work in a couple of months and like, okay we'll start thinking about what what does your workwear look like yeah. okay do you leak now yeah what's what are you going to do when are you going to pump and yeah. and it's like oh yeah i've never thought yeah. about that and exactly and it's having those the little coaching little thing, bits yeah. of information and having access to that so as part of um hashtag keeping mom there's a hashtag keeping mom group yeah and so obviously we've talked mm. about it where we've got a panel of experts but they can talk to each other as mm. well and it's that sort of supportive group but actually they can go oh actually what am I allowed to eat can I start exercise yet what should I be doing about actually I want to wean baby down and and things you've got those people there and that's that's the package I'm trying to say to companies like if you take this on actually you've got this for every one of your employees dads as well partners same-sex couples single mums who are having a baby you know everybody it's just getting them to really understand 
if you're going really deeper into this, the more you talk about it, the Absolutely. more you uh, realise actually one more thing could be done. If I mm. make this group and I bring these people on board yeah. or this panel on board, I can really open up this particular facility for exactly. them. Exactly, it's giving them Broad, everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. mental health, it's, yeah. it's just, it's health. Yeah, it is. It's what, all about well-being, isn't it? To make you healthy and, wo- and mm. well, mm. what do you need? Yeah, exactly. And, and that's why that's the associates that I'm trying yeah. to choose are just the ones that are just like, I can offer that mm. and I can give you that, you know. I can give you coaching in how, how to be a mom and how to get through life, how to be a partner. I love yeah, that. Yeah. Actually, I do love that. No, I know this isn't about you guys, but it is about you guys. I love the way you openly talk about relationships and mm. about sexual relationships. It's so important. It's, it's real. It's so important. It's Kevin and I went to Women's Women Leaders Awards and we stayed the night there. Yeah, and it was lovely. Make a little, and that was yeah. our little night. Yeah. And now and again, we'll go to a hotel Amazing. for the night. It's like watching them. We, me and Afro are going to London this weekend. <laughs> and I, we have so much work to do you know we yeah. always, like you always do yeah. we've got two businesses running and and I said to him this morning should we like cancel it just do something and he goes no no this is it we're living the life right now why yeah. should we cancel it because work is always going to be there yeah and you don't want to make the work feel horrible because this is our choice we chose to leave corporate and do our own business yeah. and take so many risks and the yeah. journey that we've come through but you don't stop living yeah. your life because it's not in 10 years time it's no. now so yeah. any little opportunity we have we have every friday date night so this is so on a saturday we're just gonna we, we just want to start with train station there's a shop called peel we're gonna yeah. have our breakfast excess healthy shop we're gonna have a breakfast there yeah. then we're gonna have lunch in somewhere else in there and then we have dinner somewhere else oh. and just a whole day in london just yeah. you know walking around just, just being, being together a couple again. yeah being together and being on a train and chatting and looking at different things yeah. just giving our mind a little break and yeah and I I thought very quickly I took that back and I thought no he's totally right actually do you know it's oh I might see you in London oh are you yeah, in London I'm going to London on Saturday it's Saturday my birthday yes um but I was given um a free place on it's called reflection in art and um it's about so I'm I come from an art background but it's reflection on in art and breastfeeding oh. and, so, and it's for practitioners okay and, so, and it's a whole day with the wonderful woman that taught me Deborah Robertson and it's to the Bedford Hotel in um, Southampton Road, oh, so it's sort of Hoban Way, and it's a beautiful hotel. And we just have this. There's this lovely room in the gardens, and I'm just going to spend the whole day with oh. other people that do my job. Like-minded. Oxytocin yeah. in the room. Oh, drawing. Loads of it. Yeah. Oh God. And it's my birthday. Oh, that's wonderful. It's amazing. And then I come back, and we're having Ollie's leaving party, so they're all sorting that out. So I'm not even around yeah. while they're. Oh. I'm just going to swim back in and have a party. Oh, I love it. So beautiful. So I'll be thinking of you yes. and Afro having yeah. your lovely see each other on the train or something. Yeah, bump into you yeah, on the definitely. train. But it's important. Tell me, how do you plan? So what is your morning routine? Have you got a routine? You know, all the yes. entrepreneurs that are successful entrepreneurs always have a morning routine. I've heard so much. I'm a morning person. I, tell, tell us what, how okay, do you do so, that? And as I said, I, I, I do have a uh, mental illness sometimes, and actually I'm learning to cope. So it, it's mm. not just about coping with school runs and mm. this, that, and the other, but I have to have a very slow morning. Okay. So my husband's alarm goes off. He gets up, goes down, takes the dog for a walk, mm-hmm. makes a pot of tea and brings it up. Oh, you've yeah. trained him well. <laughs> so when he does that, I wake up, I what do What kind of time is this? About... Quarter past six, okay. six, quarter past six. I wake up, I do my social media, mm-hmm. 
uh, if my eyesight works. Honestly, my eyes are in the morning. They're yeah, just, they don't work. I'm it's totally the same. Like, I, I, I can't I, I see. I'm looking at my laptop. I'm thinking. I, 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 I don't think I should start. I shouldn't be looking at this. It's too I bright. Took my glasses off and it worked. Oh. And I've got really bad eyesight. So anyway, so I do my social media. Kev comes up with a cup of tea. And then I will go, this is so funny, I go down and make my, so I have yogurt, yeah. I, I have like Greek yogurt, fruit, and I whiz it up and then just put some granola on the top and I take that and I sit in bed and eat it. Oh, how lovely. Every morning. Isn't that so relaxing? Yeah, yeah. because I've found that I need that yeah. and it's fine and I'm still working. What a great example of self-care. Absolutely. You identify what you need and mm. you're not allowing that to be disrupted. I need this amount of time in the morning because I need to be able to do this this and this mm. but I need to do it slowly okay. I, and I can't have any other stresses really interesting when my son came back well both of them but where they have jobs and now my son's going oh mom like can I have a lift and me and Darcy so my, my yeah. younger she she likes a bit of a routine as well yeah. and so we leave early for school so we don't get caught in traffic yeah. so everything's Nice Very and, calm, and it's yeah. a bit no shouting in the morning. But it's exactly. all cool. Love that. <laughs> Since Love Ollie's that. come back, it's gone all out the window. Oh, gosh. And it's like, <laughs> we're waiting for Ollie. And then we've got stuck in this little, oh my God. Like yesterday, it was horrendous. But it was really interesting because yesterday things went awry, which made Ollie and Darcy have a row over each other. I came in was nearly in tears and I had a really bad day yesterday. Wow. And someone said something small to me yesterday that triggered something, which normally I'd cope with. Yeah. I was in floods of tears. And that's do you think that's because and your routine's because been disrupted, doesn't it? It was because I didn't start the day, and that all stems mm. back from when I lost my job. I used to have a nervous tick, and I used to walk into work. Wow. My jaw would start shaking terribly. Oh gosh! And I'd walk up this corridor, and I'd feel sick every Monday morning. That's my so anxiety. Yeah, but I managed to control it. So that's what I do. So, wow. and obviously having breast cancer as well. I, we do have a relatively good diet actually my husband's a vegetarian okay um i'm not darcy is now a vegetarian she became one in the summer but we eat we eat from scratch my husband does a lot of the cooking okay. he we eat good stuff you know yeah pretty pretty healthy very little processed food you know i have got a sweet tooth so i don't eat well there okay um but it's so important and, and so that's how for Farrow, your mental health yeah. is it important to eat really well isn't hugely, it hugely hugely and my physical health you know it was so funny when I had breast cancer Kev went straight out and bought the Royal Marsden cancer book recipe book <laughs> that's what he's like he's so cute <laughs> and like yeah. started making me like ricotta and blueberry pancakes Ooh, and like lovely liver and just all high these, iron just, yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. read up in it all and yeah. we'd have all this amazing that was it a liver and pomegranate seeds oh my was god amazing. really amazing. what a combination oh it's beautiful because it cuts through the thickness of the liver. It's yeah. lovely. You made it from scratch oh, yeah. liver. Bear in mind he's a vegetarian. I was going to say, that's very uh, brave. Cooks, isn't it? He, he stuffs chicken. He, and he enjoys it. And yeah. this, is, this is why. Yeah. If you allow people to be themselves in that environment, yeah. you get the best out of them. As he's creative. Yeah. And, but he, he needed to do that. To That was his thing to do. To, to deal with me. it, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. He needed to do something. Yeah. And he, you know, like a... Um, when you have a baby, a dad needs to do something. It's the Neanderthal man. Yeah. It's yeah. like I need to protect. Yeah. I need to. I need to feel needed. Yeah. Sort of thing. 
So yeah, so so your that's morning routine you. is that. So any, very very. Have, are you um, quite strict with family time and what time your business closes? Just twenty four seven. That's interesting. That's yeah. really because the kids are a bit older. You see, so yeah, th- they're it not. Is. Uh, they're not at you for anything. They no. don't need you to bring things to them. It's like I a, am. It's a yeah, it's a very yeah. different. It is a very different yeah. kettle of fish, and I'm just trying to think what it was like. Um, when you were doing when we that. Were do- yeah, when we were doing that, it was like the school run, so I I would leave, um, I would sort of do, if I was doing an earlier shift, but actually when I became a senior midwife, I was doing nine to five, mm-hmm. so they were going to sort of after school clubs and things. But actually, um, what we did, um, just sort of thinking about it, when I'd pick them up from school, I had to have my downtime, so we, and as well as them, so we'd all be together, but I have to have this going to be <laughs> so funny, aren't I? I have a little pot of tea, real tea, with tea leaves and a tea strainer and a little teapot. Do you a know, little, a little couple teacup. of mums have told me the oh, same. Honestly, it's like my little thing. And as long as I've had my cup of tea and a biscuit, then I'm with them. Okay. And then we spend... And they knew that. And they all left our, you, yeah, yeah, all our time together, though, we spend that time up till when we have dinner, which we ge- always generally have dinner quite early, so about sort of six, six half six. Okay. And you made the dinner then? Kev makes Kev, dinner. Of course. So he was at home already <laughs> no, by the time you Yeah, bought. yeah. Or so you so come home at the same teacher, time. So yeah. he comes they were quite late now teachers well yeah it? he generally comes home about four and yeah. if he's got meeting might have come yeah. home at seven but um so that's sort of between about school run and eating dinner was is family time mm-hmm. but i'm rubbish after eight o'clock i'm absolutely exhausted you don't hassle me with yeah. anything i just need to chill yeah, down i'm exactly the same so it's very much it none of it was structured but it was does yeah. that make sense yeah. you, so you didn't you put a rigid structure in place but you no. had done things consistently yeah so your kids got used to the idea of what was exactly and yeah. now with darcy um it's so lovely running my own business because we I can work around her schedule. Mm. She's doing her GCSEs yeah, this year. Course, yeah. And she's like, right, Mum, I want to do an extra hour on this day, this day, but not this day. Yeah. And Friday's actually, I want to finish at three. And it's like, Is it that's planning, cool. Then? I can just it, yeah. go out and I can I, I leave here, go and get her from school, and I either go home or I'll come back here. It's, it's sort of fine. But in terms of um, family day, Saturday night. Okay. And it is in front of the telly because yeah. we don't. Yeah, you, you know, know we can't go out. Go out. It's about being you know, together. Yeah. But it is. It's it's family time, and like have all go right. What's what's everyone want? And we'll go and get. Like we'll have um, on a Friday, we buy a bar of chocolate and we all share, share it around yeah. us. So that's like Aww, a little treat. That's yeah, and then Sunday, Sunday I go to church. Um, I d- they don't go to church. I go to church. Kev's quite often doing marking and stuff and Darcy's doing homework but I love Sundays so I go to church then I come back and we're all like watching the cookery and things and having a bit of coffee then I then I either go in the greenhouse of the allotment or I'm working up in my office okay. and then we all come back for a big Sunday dinner in the evening so it, I love that routine okay beautiful it's really Keeps close isn't it? yeah so you mentioned about you were single uh, mm. once upon a time and how did yes. you manage because you're still pursuing your, your career then yeah that was really difficult so this was before I was a midwife so this is when you I was before for, I'd yes. met Kev yes. when I was, so I was working um, and had like I said it was quite quite a senior role really difficult I was working full time and I had three small kids yeah who I was ending up paying the childminder more than I was earning, yeah. in, you know, in the holidays. Um, my husband stole my car from the car park oh, <laughs> to work one day, so it was tricky. So it was tricky because 
It was during the week. It was just me, and I was horrible. I I would cry. I started smoking. I hadn't smoked since I was twenty one, mm. but I started smoking because it's like because I can because mm. no one's telling me what yeah. to do. And then or my, being a bit of rebel. But then my you kids know, yeah. were crying yeah. and breaking cigarettes. Somebody's like, I don't blame them now. You know, it was yeah. awful. So I didn't cope. Far yeah. actually, yeah. I didn't yeah. cope. I I was going through huge t- turmoil. And then, but what I did is I asked my boss for flexible working, and this was the was it year 2001 it was and flexible working had just come Fine. in okay so i did my form case study yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they let me have it okay and then i, I was doing flexible working while i'm dealing with my husband stealing my car um i had to sell the house and he wouldn't move his furniture out when we actually sold the house so and all, the, really all this other personal yeah. stuff going and you still on. got to do daily things that all after all that's going still on. had to yeah. and my, my flexible working was i was allowed to work from quarter past nine to half past two so i could do the school run right and that's what i did five days a week so i was on less hours so i had to have less money mm-hmm. um and they as i said they did agree it but I was paying a childminder and they'd charge you even if you're off sick or if you have a holiday yeah. you're paying them and it was it no was horrible support. I, my mum and dad were elderly um, they both died now my dad died 2007 and my mum died 2010 but back then they were elderly so they couldn't no. support me um, they did go to their dad every other weekend so that yeah, was a respite a for yeah. me but it was his fault in the first place yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. thing um, yeah. so that's I, when you kind of recouped yourself yeah but I couldn't I couldn't cope and I think that probably had a lot of putting the nail in the coffin at work mm. but actually what should have happened is somebody should have said Ross must be going through absolute hell. hell at the yeah. moment right let's just support her she'll get through this but employers there was nothing for you no support no. They, they, did they know what you were going through mm-hmm. but they just thought that's just life get on with it I had um, so I, I it was a rocky marriage after my first two and so when I fell pregnant with my third child it was sort of, it yeah. was an accident yeah. we weren't it was, it was awful anyway and we'd always be rowing. And he got my boss to allow him to come into my boss's office with a big bunch of flowers when I'd come back to work and arrange that he could have a chat with me. Could you imagine? Oh my God. You've invaded now my no, workspace work and, wow. got, and got my boss. I mean, it's just and awful. Oh God, I, felt, I felt violated. It's yeah. really bizarre, but I felt absolutely violated this guy had it was real control and he was yeah. anyone that you spoke to had he started to have a control over yeah. them this is pure narcissistic it case. is and he used to talk really nicely to them yeah yeah they would have and it was just like this is because we want to bring the family together you could say it he was a nice fella wasn't he no he wasn't a nice fella it was awful yeah so so I didn't cope is a simple yeah. answer I didn't and I, when I see I know so many single mums and it's hard, isn't it? It's very hard. And I wasn't a single mum for very long, but... You need you, to pick your battles when you're single mum. You're trying to do too many things, you may fail at all of them. You just want to get through the yeah, week, don't you? That's exactly. I've got through the week and nobody's dead. Yeah, no, that's exactly <laughs> no, I mean, that's Looking back, would you have done anything differently? Uh, 
I would have been more focused on the children when I was going through things, but that's easy to say in retrospect. I don't know if I was mentally capable Mm. of doing that. I think I would have asked my wider network for support. Okay. Did you think it was you needed to do it all yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I've always been, I need to be the best friend I am, the best colleague, the best mother, the best girlfriend, the best wife. I, I've always had that issue. Yeah. Uh, and that, that was it. And it's like, but no, no, not I need worrying to about be, best to herself. Yeah. And that wasn't be, the. And that's what I'm like here. Like, people think I'm this totally together person. <laughs> I'm so not. But but it, it yeah. it's always this. I need to be seen to be doing that. I don't know. If I, I'm the youngest of four kids. I was adopted. I'm mm. the only girl. So I'm always battling Nurt- to go. You're a nurturer, aren't you? Yeah. So you're always always looking to. Naturally, you'll attract that always. And I always want to Even make in relationships others to feel them. better. Yeah. I want I want to make if I feel someone's being awkward, I would. I don't want them to feel awkward. No, you, you want know? to make it all right for them. Yeah. yeah. So so looking back, it's like that. It is that because. Um, oh, I don't want to get upset, but um, I I definitely see a difference in the kids, and mm. um, especially the boys. Actually, Alicia, the oldest girl, she's gosh, she's made her strong stuff. She's like a Trojan horse, that girl. She's amazing, but the two boys are very sensitive, and they really saw awful things yeah. happening. Whereas Darcy's been brought up in this loving relationship, yeah. you know, Beautiful. and 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 that's wonderful. But I feel so guilty. You feel guilty at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, because I just think, God, I used to sh- Darcy's never seen me screaming. Darcy's yeah. hilarious. If she ever gets told off, she bursts into tears. Still now, because she never gets told off. Because she, <laughs> she doesn't get to like, it. Never gets I can't to that. Cope yeah. with it. Wow. Whereas the kids, we used to be. I used to scream like a fishwife, yeah. and I used to scream so loud I wanted other people to hear me because I was. It was a scream for help. help. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like it's okay if you want to knock on my door. And yeah, if you want please, to bring the police, I'm actually so do it. sad yeah, yeah. and I just want yeah. Yeah. a total loss of control. Mm, like you just, you said it and then you immediately realise, oh my God, I shouldn't have done this. Mm. And I told myself yesterday not to do this. Exactly. Then you sit in a corner and cry. Yeah. Because you're, oh my God, I spoke because to my kids like care. that. Because you care. Because you, you know, you have the foresight to actually realise what you did. And you're seeing the effects. So you, yeah. your kids are scared. The minute yeah. you start raising your voice, they mm. know what's coming next. Yeah. Imagine that over and over exactly. again, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. But that, I think, is what happened to my ex-husband. So there's always a reason. Yeah. And as much as and that's it your was journey, awful, like, yeah, yeah, you just yeah. like, everyone Everyone is the way they are for a reason. Yeah. And I always try and find, if I, it's really weird when I find someone that I don't like or doesn't like me. Mm. I don't like it, obviously, mm. but it really... And I was like, why are they like that? Because it's like, I don't understand. There's always a story. Why, there's yeah. always because a story. With your husband, if he is playing those narcissistic attributes he's got, then that's because he's coming from a place of fear, isn't he? There's issues and there. And I didn't know. Yeah, he you was, wouldn't. He, he was hypnotised once, wow. and it came out. Oh, really? After? This is after you broke During up? During this... No, no, this was when we were together. Oh, okay. There we go. There's, mm. there's always is, and I think... Really interesting. Have you forgiven him, do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I totally have. Yeah. I totally have. I mean, we don't get on particularly yeah. greatly. And, you don't need and to he's do. annoying yeah. and... and but only for your own self. But I've the forgiveness always, for you. Yeah, yeah, I've always wanted, always made sure the kids are with him mm. and have a relation. They have a great relationship with him. He's a pain sometimes and... A you great know, dad, but he he is he really he is he tries to. I mean, he yeah. you know he has his faults as well. But but actually, I absolutely have put it to bed because I'm so happy and I'm so lucky, and I never and I almost think I've gone through that to get where I am. Mm. Do you 
Yeah, Sorry, totally. No, I, totally. But do you, I, do I you do get feel it? That, uh, I feel that it's not luck. I feel, uh, um, I think you have made your own destination. The choice, choices that you've made and the work that you've put in is a result of where you're sitting today. Yeah. It's, you have yeah. worked harder than the average person. Yeah. Average woman who has got four kids, you've worked, you've said, four kids are not going to stop me doing what I'm doing. Yeah. My past is not going to stop me doing what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. You know, my depression is not going to stop me. My mental health is not going to stop me. Nothing is going to stop me. I yeah. will keep going. Yes, it will be harder for me at times. Yes, I'm going to have obstacles, but I'm going to still keep going and breaking those barriers down. Absolutely. And that's the difference between someone yeah. who's going to make it and someone who's who's thinks they're not going to make it, but they have those attributes. And I think every single woman has it. Yeah. So someone listening to this, what will your ultimate message be to them? And they're thinking of actually doing their own business, but they have kids and they, they're like, there's no way I can do that. Okay. We all would like a perfect life, yeah? We would all like to go, oh, well, I, I need, but I need to have money. People used to say to me, oh, I can't have a baby until I can afford it. Mm. You're never going to get that day. And it sounds a cliche, but yeah. it is carpe diem, seize the day. I sat in my office crying in the NHS weekly until the day I got a phone call saying, do you know what, we'll give you that £10,000 business loan. That was nothing. I was on nearly 40 grand a year. Mm. It was the best day of my life mm. because what you realise is the things you think matter don't and actually you matter and your decisions and if you are strong enough that you're even thinking of doing that, mm. you're going to do it because... Mm. Do you know what? We do find a way around things. It's scary. That's but one of our skills as mothers. Yeah, it really is. You will you, find because a way. When, when you have a child and it's stuck in, I don't know, in the traffic and you've run out of nappies, you find a way to oh, get God. something, don't you? you? You'll drive out to find that particular so, thing. I'm, I'm and gonna, this is why you've got the great skill. Absolutely. I, my, I was with my dog once and I had actually done a poo already and I only had one poo back. And I, I was you, fine. Yeah. I just got some big leaves and then it's exactly. Kid wets the... But it's the best. You do something. You do. You, you work it out, and yeah. and it doesn't always come the way you want. I have faith, and and where, however your faith is a faith, yeah. I have faith, and it's it, it's like something good will happen. I used to think the opposite. My husband used to call it Catholic guilt. I'm not Catholic. He's like, oh, I always used to think of something good happens, so something bad's going to happen, and that's mm, the I way. I used to think like that. Oh my yeah. god! Now I'm the opposite. I I will like I'm going How through a really hard Never week. Never heard anyone say that. Yeah, it's amazing. Really yeah. hard week, and I just think I actually um, last year we did nearly lose our house. Didn't know how I was going to pay the mortgage, but I just thought something will come up. Something will come up. I'm working. I'm just going to keep working. Yeah, I'm going to keep working, and it does. Yes. Yeah. So it's just got a bit difficult. It's risky, but, but you've got to take some risks, haven't you? Otherwise, life is boring. Yeah, and you also be stuck in a. You want to be you. you, and you want to be happy. So if you work mm. for corporate or if you work, you do your own business. You want to be in a life of abundancy that you're yeah. joyful, Absolutely. that you love in the motherhood, that you're not every time you you come home. It's who's going to cook the food? What's going on? Yeah. and you're bickering, you're shouting, and you can't wait for the weekend. And the weekend you drink so much that you don't. You just want it to pass. Yeah, and you're missing out, aren't you? Absolutely. And this is when it's time to like re recognize actually what is it that I need to do, and and how do you feel about you found your passion? So everybody's here to serve, and yeah. they have a gift. You have found it. You have opened your gift. Yeah, and you you are using your gift. What would you say to women that probably haven't recognized they have a gift? If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe so you never miss out on the next episode. I am so excited to introduce this guest to our show. Her name is Rosamund McFadden and she is none other than 
Keeping mum by strategizing for family in your business. Yes, she is the boob lady. She is passionate about making breastfeeding as easy and simple as possible for the mums returning to work by creating pods for them. Wow, how amazing would it be if there was a pod in all the shopping centers you went to, if there was a pod at your work that you could express milk for your child and you could continue to breastfeed. I want to hear all about our business ideas. I want to hear how she, in her personal life as a busy mum, is able to do what she's doing and so passionately and so dedicatedly. Let's jump in the show, guys, and let's go and see what Roz has got to say.